All right. Hi. Hello. So I'm Kia. And I'm Florence. And this is Melanin. In medicine. And we are finally freaking done. Three. Oh my goodness. I have a question. Hey, Jackie. I, I, you know, <laughs> she's here even though she's not here. Um, I have a question for the ladies. Why are men great till they gotta be great? Hmm. Is this is this like a? It's a thing. Is this a thing? Okay. A thing. Are we are we talking about? Okay, cool. Let's <laughs> see if I was on somebody's level. Um, Girl, if you could solve the answer for that question, I think you would have just solved all life's problems. I probably would. Yeah, <laughs> everything like people are stressed about would be like instantly done. <laughs> but till then, <laughs> still struggling. Sorry, guys. We really aren't. Um, we we don't hate guys. So um, yeah, we have Tina. Um, in the building. Hi. The building is my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, this is going to be a kind of casual episode. We don't really have much planned, but it's, it's really kind of just us talking about our experience. Well, you know, I'm not going to give you too much too soon because um, we're greedy. So we're going to start with our Elders Elevation, which, you know, when we have guests, we usually have our guests just talk about like what they go by um, or something that they really live by. So take it away, Tina. I'll introduce yourself first. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Tina. How are you guys? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, what do you, um, what do you do, you know, like, well, okay, so. If I'm you in guys, school. As we all are. <laughs> um, so, with Tina, we I've known Tina since, like, fifth grade. Cute, yes. at, cute little story. Definitely almost crossed. Um, cute you're gonna tell the story. Oh, cute little story. Um, so I moved to the suburbs in fourth grade and I was the only black girl and I was fed up. So by fifth grade, um, Tina moved to my elementary school. America, pretty much. Yeah, she was <laughs> new to America. America. <laughs> and um, she didn't speak any English or she just didn't like any of us, which is understandable. Oh. And, <laughs> and um, she didn't speak to anybody. So I was like, y'all, like, it's a black girl. I'm a black girl. We're going to be friends. So my mom's a teacher, and naturally, we went to the library every night. I, like, picked up every how to speak French book, because she spoke French. And, um, or speaks French, that's her first language. So I was, like, obsessed. I was like, I have to learn how to say something, you know? So my my sentence was, what's your favorite color? And she said her favorite color was pink. That honestly, that made me so happy. Wait, it you lit my face Ooh, uh, couleur Oh, really? It was yeah, pink before. It's black? I know no, that's right. Black. What? <laughs> I don't know what they're saying, guys. Oh, I got tired of pink real quick. I mean, you my were whole, you My were whole room, <laughs> everything was pink because of my, yeah, no. Oh, you were obsessed? Yeah, I was, yeah. Oh, back in fifth grade, <laughs> she said pink. <laughs> no and longer pink. She said black. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. what is life taking you through? Like my man. <laughs> Hello. Like my man and like me. That is Ooh, Okay. <laughs> A little melanin. We don't discriminate. But shout out to him. <laughs> but yeah, so that was um, that was like my effort of making a friend, and it, it really. She she said, you know that I didn't even know. Like you know, I was fifth grade. I was just it was completely self centered. Like I was like, I need a friend who's black. I told my mom, <laughs> <laughs> right? But like it lit up my face because I'm like, that's the first person that ever tried to speak French to me. I'm like, oh, 
maybe there's someone around me that knows this language. There's hope. <laughs> <laughs> but there wasn't. No, yeah. After that, I didn't have any more sentences. So then we just got a sat in peace. <laughs> Looked at each other. <laughs> it's a fish. I remember I just liked your hair. Because remember your mom used to like do your hair in those little like cards and stuff? She did. That was cute. It was Aww. up until eighth grade she did that to yeah. me. So thanks, mom. <laughs> you always used to have like the cutest hair on coming to school. I had like braids. Aww. Up until eighth grade. I had to beg my mom to stop braiding my hair. <laughs> it was a hard moment. Yeah, so that was the story of Taki and Tina. And uh been cool ever since. We went to middle school, high school. Uh, did we go to under? Did you go to UMKC ever? Like a semester. <laughs> I'm and like, I, and then I, I took like, a break from school, and like I don't know, I was doing other. Yeah, so Flo's leaving us. Sorry, I'm going on vacation. She's Actually, not sorry. Home. She's going home. <laughs> her family always gets her. I swear she was just there for Christmas. Girl, <laughs> Jesus. Christmas. Talking about some. I need to be with my family. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Well, okay, I said that to my mom the other day. I was like, oh, I haven't been home such long. She's like, you were just home. I was like, dang. Mood. Wow. I thought I missed you. I thought it was mutual. You were just home. That's hilarious. No, but Flo's going to be home with her family. Um, so we're going to try and do more guests, um, mainly because, you know, she's going to be far away. <laughs> and I'll be. Um, so we'll try to get as many guests as we can for you guys. Um, and we want our episodes to still be conducive to medicine, of course. But we do want to open it up to professional setting overall um, because although like we gear towards minorities going into medical school we still want other people in corporate settings or in professional settings to still tune in um, and get something cultivating out of it mm -hmm. you know so with that being said um Mahoney messages hey guys so today me and Kia are doing something a little different and we have a couple voice messages that we've gotten from a couple people so we are going to listen to the voice messages and just answer some of um the questions and i'm currently at home and Kia's is back um in kansas city still so we're kind of doing this separate um and today i'm here with my brother he wanted to listen in on how we record the episode you want to say hi Hi, let me get my calm voice ready. Oh my gosh, he's a mess. So this is my brother Isaac, so he might make a couple comments. So let's see, the first voice me uh, message is from Nisi. Hello, you guys. Um, Starting off, I just want to say that you guys are an amazing woman in general. Like, I honestly do enjoy you guys' content. Um, keep up the good work, um, continue to strive and become the best doctors you you girls can be. And yeah, I actually really do love and enjoy you guys' podcast. And yeah, I just wanted to start off by saying that. Um, so actually, my question is like a bit different. Even though I've been watching you guys' podcast, I actually have not even started school for um you know going towards being a doctor yet um I actually graduated high school two years ago and I wanted to take a you know a few years off because I've been in school 12 years straight like I, I did not um yeah that might have cut me off I forget, I didn't know it was just a one minute but yeah um I basically graduated two years ago from high school and I didn't want to jump into school again like so basically I took two years off and now I'm 
finally deciding to go back to school um actually like a year ago I was in school um majoring for business marketing and management and then my school so happened to shut down on me so I basically had those loans forgiven and now I'm like I actually do like skincare anything dealing with the skin I've always been interested in so I've actually always wanted to become a dermatologist so yeah so basically my question is what would you guys recommend doing first like do you guys like what type of classes do you guys recommend me taking for my undergrad to prepare me for Yes, I want to know what classes I should take um, my undergrad to basically prepare me um, for medical school Um, because I just don't want to like I honestly don't know what classes to take to um, that's related to like dermatologists if that makes any type of sense. Um, So yeah, I I just want to be in college wasting my time like and it is something I really am interested in and yeah I just want to know like what classes do you guys recommend like what would you guys do if you was in my situation and like if you know you wanted to go to be a dermatologist what courses do you recommend like um yeah all of that jazz like what do you recommend like yeah Okay, so Nisi, to answer your first question um, about what we recommend for you guys, for you to do um, this point on. So first, I would definitely look at undergrads in your area and see what um, degree, because um, first, I, I wouldn't focus too much on dermatology. I think that's great. You already kind of know what place of medicine you want to be, but before you go as far as to become a dermatologist you have to get an undergraduate degree either in um, biology or anything so first you need to get a degree so i majored in biology and i got my degree in biology um and as you're getting your degree at an undergraduate institution to get like a bachelor's of science or bachelor's of arts you um you can shadow a dermatologist and um, you can have that on your resume. So I would shadow a dermatologist and get involved in the field to see what they actually do. Um, I There's not like, at this point, there's not like specific classes that are geared towards dermatology. Um, you have to get a bachelor's degree first. And then once you get your bachelor's degree, then you apply to medical school. And then after you go through your medical school, um, classes that's when you can decide hey I want to become a dermatologist and then do specific things to get you into dermatology so before um, you like jump around and try and look for dermatology classes you need an undergraduate degree so you can look at like your local schools near you or if there's a specific undergraduate graduate place that you want to go to um, look there and then you can start talking to the advisors on the specific classes so you'll there's um, if you go on to the amc.org they have the specific classes and recommendations for classes that are needed to get you into medical school so some of those are like intro to biology intro to chemistry I know you have to take biochem there's like a whole load of classes to get you into medical school so they're not like geared towards dermatology they're to get you into medical school and then once you're into medical school that's when you'll go towards dermatology and figure out what you need for dermatology. So hey Nisi, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for 
using um, the call and question option. Um, I literally didn't even know how to find if people called. Um, Anchor doesn't even notify us. I mean, but it's a great feature. I'm really excited to use it. And I'm so glad uh, you actually took the time to use it. So again, thank you. Um, sorry that it took so long for us to get to you, but here we are. Uh, so, hey, girl. And so you had a lot packed into one question. Um, I put flows first because she had a really good way to kind of address it and approach it. Um, just piggybacking off of her. I think for me, so I think it's really important for you to focus mainly on the pre-med aspect first and not so much about specializing. I think if you have a passion for skincare overall, um, fun fact, that was actually my idea. I was planning on starting pre-med because I figured um, it was the hardest, but it was also kind of an umbrella approach. So if I were to start pre-med, I would hit a lot of the classes that would interest me. And if I didn't make it with the pre-med route, I could still keep some features of it and um, make something out of what I could. So I started pre-med um, with the idea in mind that if I didn't keep pre-med, I could just get my biology degree and maybe do more um more of a like a cosmetic approach um with like skincare in mind as far as like um basically makeup that's good for your skin uh so stuff like that you know maybe you could do a chemistry approach because that could also be helpful um but if you're interested in like skincare but you you're thinking about uh going into the medical field and you want to do like dermatology i would kind of take that approach so really think big picture what can you do um with a degree if you don't enjoy pre-med, but you can still go into skincare. So I would definitely, I don't know that I would say do like a um, esthetician program or anything like that. I feel like when you get into side, um, not side pockets necessarily indicating like they're smaller by any means, but I'm saying like when you add kind of side portions um, in route to medical, it kind of, makes the process longer just because you do so many more steps than you probably need to. Um, so I think, you know, if you wanted to get an idea for if medicine was your thing, I would say being more general, uh, maybe do like an EMT course. Cause that's what I did. It's shorter. Um, and it's like, or you could even do like CNA, do something fairly rapid that could get you exposure to the medical field. Um, but not something that's like, you know, a year investment or like you'd have to invest in that first and then go to college. Um, I think really so taking classes or choosing classes to see if you would be interested in Durham. Um, like I said, I would I would just start with pre-med, honestly, because it is a big fish to fry. So and if you can handle that, like you'd be amazed how much you um, how many the random things that you even fall in love with with science you know you might take a um if you're special you might take a biochem class and really just be overwhelmed and just in love with everything that has to do with it and you're like wow why didn't i know that this was my passion you know um and if you're into biochemistry that could change everything for you you could um really find passion with uh the research aspects of medicine and then you could go into uh more of a research dynamic to skincare so there's so many approaches and that's why it's like good for you to start general i would definitely say just start pre-med um you know take the general classes because 
bio 101, chemistry 101, physics 101, those are, you have to keep in mind, although I hate to say it, those are weed out classes. They make them fairly difficult. They make them a little overwhelming because a lot of people might just be hopping into the class to fill a prerequisite. And so, um, you know, if they want people who are actually passionate about medicine, they're going to push hard for that class. They're going to work hard for that class. And there's a certain level of expectation for the students who want to pursue medicine to do well in that class. So um, when you do take those beginner level science classes, take them like you're working towards your goal. Take them like you're planning on taking the MCAT in two years or three years or whenever. Um, and with the years that you've had off from school, maybe that's given you more life, um, more insight um, as far as just like living and like handling your own finances, ha handling your own life um, that will make you a successful student. So um, yeah, I would definitely say just take it step by step. Um, take the general classes. Um, overall, I, th I wish I would have taken chemistry my freshman year. So if that's possible for you, um, if you're good with chemistry, I would start with chemistry 101 and bio 101 um, because then your sophomore year, you'll be able to take, um, let's see, if it's possible, first of all, I always, always, always suggest you take at least like one summer class if it's possible um, and definitely do a science class in the summer. It's probably more accelerated. It's probably a little harder, but it's so worth it because you'll at least get something out of the way. Um, and when you're planning on taking those classes during the summer, I also suggest you look, um, have a very um, proactive mindset about it. So when you're, if you're taking a class, let's say you take chemistry one or chemistry two in the summer, um, keep in mind how that might offset the, the following classes. So like organic chemistry, um, maybe only organics chemistry one is offered in the fall and organic chemistry too is offered in the spring. So that's something you might have to consider if you are taking those classes at more of an offset route. Um, but anything that will get you a little further ahead because in the long run, that means you might have more time to study for the MCAT or you might have um, a chance to take the MCAT um, on like an off session before you have to apply. Um, or that could be the time where you uh, spend making your application where you might have to take another class if you don't. So um, if possible, I would definitely suggest you start with chemistry one um, and definitely bio one. Um, and I, I think I mainly think about chemistry for me too, because um, with our school, we had to take organic, we had to take all of our chemistry and all of our organic before we could take biochemistry. So depending on your major, I mean, you might fulfill that requirement. Um, for me, I majored in biology, so my chemistry I had to really pay attention to because it wasn't fulfilled in my major. Um, so, or I don't know if that made sense. So with pre-med emphasis, there's certain classes that are required for that emphasis, but it might not be covered by your major. So if you uh, majored in chemistry, of course, most of your chemistry requirements for the pre-med emphasis will be fulfilled. However, like I said, for me, I was biology. Um, or if you major in English, you know, sociology, psychology, any of those, then it would be the same. So you would have to really pay attention to those pre-med courses just to make sure those are fulfilled. But for us, um, we had to take so many things before we could take biochemistry. And biochemistry was one of the things I was missing on my first MCAT. And so I kicked myself because although 
I did take a chemistry course in the summer. I still had that. Um, I was still missing that my junior year. So it's very important for you to plan, have in mind when you want to take the MCAT. Um, I think most people really put a lot of pressure on themselves to take it their junior year. Um, I don't think it's a bad idea to take it um, fairly, you know, like if you wanted to do it in your senior year, I think it's a it's okay to have a gap year, basically. Um, it just gives you time to save up. It doesn't make the transition to... Me- oh my goodness, my Apple Watch is losing its mind. Um, it makes the transition to medical school, you know, a little smoother because you've had some time to prepare. And it makes interviewing a little easier because you're not in school at that time. So, um, but have in mind when you would like to take the MCAT and make sure you have all of those prerequisites done before your MCAT because if you don't want to have to teach yourself something for your MCAT and be in school. I think I think that's kind of counterintuitive. Also, um, the pre-med emphasis, those classes, essentially those are the classes that are going to prepare you for medical school. So make sure to have taken a good so- psychology course um, and a very good uh, sociology, not very good, but a good sociology course as well, just to get that foundation, because I don't know that those are fulfilled in uh, pre-med emphasis. So make sure, um, you know, if you do have an elective, take a psychology course, take a sociology, maybe um, take two or, you know, go a little deeper than you might need to if you have that room in your schedule, just because you don't want to um, basically discount those those sections on the MCAT. Um, but definitely, yeah, I would suggest you basically have that in mind. And when you have those writing courses that are prerequisites, think about cars, you know, have an idea of how cars questions are posed, the lengthy articles. Um, if you can dedicate maybe just some time during the week, pick an article, read it, or like a just a random article about archaeology or anthropology or uh, civil war, some random topic um, not related to science that that you could kind of read and then dissect. OK, what were they talking about? What was the theme? What were they um, kind of ask, what was the question that they were posing? What was the argument here? What are what argument was the author um, going for, and where did they side with that? So there's ways that you can kind of prepare if you know what's ahead. And I think you're already in a really good spot because you're asking these questions and you're you're considering, okay, what do I do next, and how do I get from point A to point Z? Um, so that's a really good mindset already. Uh, but yes, I definitely just say take it one step at a time. You're going to college. Be excited about that um, and be really proud of your accomplishments to this point. Congratulations to you uh, for, for you know, getting into college and, and being on that route in general. So I'm excited for you, girl. I'm very, very, very glad that you called to ask us. I appreciate all your support and, and Flo and I couldn't be more excited Uh, to help you out. So keep us posted and we look forward to hearing from you. Hopefully this advice is not too late. Um, And if it is, I'm so sorry. And I'm more than ready to give you more anytime on time. (laughs) So bye. And let's get back to the show. Hello, Melanin of Medicine. Um, I had a quick question. I wanted to know, like, do you think it'd be the best decision for me to like basically go into esthetician 
first. Like, I haven't even started pre-med. Like, I'm not in college at all. I'm just basically working a nine-to-five simply because I wanted, I know I wanted to be a dermatologist, but before I began, I know it's like a, like a lot of work, time, dedication. So before I began, I want to make sure I know what I'm doing, what classes I need to take, and how to make sure I'm just a strong candidate to get into medical school. So I want to know if you guys think, um, you know, getting a trade in, as an esthetician, you think that it look awesome on, like, the resume to get into medical school in the future? Um, so, yeah, I want to know. I want to be a dermatologist, so I think that would be relatable. Hey, okay, so for your second question, you're basically asking if you should get um, a degree or, like, a tradeship in esthetician before you pursue dermatology. So I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, um, I'm sure it'll boost up your application for dermatology but um I think it's great that you're exploring this field and like you're concerned about whether um you should pursue this field before you even start so right now since you haven't even started your undergraduate degree I would definitely reach out to like local doctors dermatologists in your area and see what their day-to-day -day basis is um, and see if that's what you're actually wanting to do because I think a lot of people have this idea of what doctors do on a daily basis and they don't really understand like what goes into it and the hard work and what it actually takes to get there. So yeah, shadow these doctors, pick their brains, um, see what they did to get into these different fields. I think that's like the best thing right now. Um, and like going back to the classes, as far as the classes, like for anyone to get into medical school you have to take a certain amount of classes like you can get your bachelor's degree in anything you want but there's a certain amount of classes that you that are required and you can find that list on AMC's website and then yeah just really focus on doing shadowing volunteering um in your area like reaching out to local doctors like mentors the mentors that you have don't even have to be um you can reach out to like local PAs or, or anything and see like what their day-to-day -day life is like um, just to get an idea of what it's like to be a doctor um, and specifically for you a dermatologist would be great. Thank you for sending us voicemails and we're super excited. Um, as you continue your journey, reach out to us, let us know what you decided and yeah, thank you. Hey and we're back. Still don't know why guys, um, Act right until they got act right. So, um, how do you feel about Prematric? Um, it was an amazing experience. I'm really glad I got to do it. Um, it made me really value, like, our school so far and, like, our curriculum. And I'm definitely glad, like, we have a leg up on some of our classmates because I feel like jumping into it and get it, having to redo it, like, I already kind of have, like, a good rhythm and mm -hmm. know what to do. And not have to figure it out the first couple weeks, so. For sure. Um, so for those who don't know, we did pre-matriculation at our medical school. A lot of different medical schools have this. Um, it just depends, and a lot of them are geared towards minority students. So, I mean, it was open to everybody for us, um, but they even had, like, emphasis. It was held through the diversity and inclusion. Um, uh what am I trying to say? Diversity and inclusion. Office? Yes. Um, <laughs> Department, okay. yes. <laughs> um, and so basically, that's like their effort to make sure those um, disadvantaged groups still have basically um, a good 
chance, you know, at being successful medical students. Um, and so we basically had six weeks of the curriculum. We had um, the first two weeks of each block because this is a block-based curriculum. Um, and they gave us the full lectures. We had lectures from all different professors every day. Um, we had a schedule, we had homework or like, you know, online mm -hmm. tests we had to take. And then we had actual exams that we took every two weeks. Um, and it was really intense. It was, it was, they didn't hold back at all. They threw it all at us and we were very much so expected to catch it. We got grades and stuff, so that was cool. But it was just, it was very a lot. Um, and I, I feel like I'm very grateful for this opportunity. One, because we got paid, but two, um, because um, it just it would have been catastrophic to actually hop into this without any guidance or yeah. any, you know what I mean? Like you're completely, it was a very new experience, I will yeah. say. And I was amazed at how different the experience was. I feel like everybody says how hard med school is, but nobody really says what it entails. Mm -hmm. So when we actually got to the meat of it, I was like, wow. Yeah. This is a lot. Like, this is overwhelming. Yeah. I was going to say, because one of our teachers was saying, like, med school, like, the information, like, if once you get to this point, like, you've seen most of it before, but the thing that makes it so hard is, like, the time management. Like, there's so much information and such a little bit of time to learn all that information. So, I think that's one thing, like, I fully was, like, able to understand, because we had so many lectures. <laughs> it was bad. It was yeah. just, like... It was very overwhelming. And I understand for the most part, I, I get why we had to take physics and anatomy and chemistry and biochemistry and all the stuff that didn't match to me. But like when they talk about the heart, they talk about everything going on in the heart. There's there's the physiology, there's the anatomy, there's a the histo, there's the immuno, there's the diagnosis of what could go wrong. There's the drugs that goes into the chemistry and all of that. And it's like, I get it. <laughs> I get it. it. It makes sense. And I see why this is going to be very difficult because they're applying so many things to one thing at once. So it was an experience. I, I can't imagine um, having just being thrown into med school. I, that would have completely threw me off. I would not have been able to start running <laughs> for sure. Um, and I'm really excited to meet our classmates. I am too. Yeah. Like the, all of our classmates were great and premature. Yeah, I'm excited to meet everyone. Yeah, we had really cool classmates. Um, do you have any fears? I think, like, my biggest fear before we started was, like, not passing. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> I had a harder time than she did, guys. No. A lot harder. No. I was swimming in honey and no. jello. And <laughs> Flo was swimming in oil. What? No. <laughs> I don't even know. Is, no. is oil swimmable? No. Or honey or no, honey is hard. Just, I could never say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. You know, like the fear of the unknown. And sure. I feel like that's gone. Like the fear of not knowing what's ahead, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's gone. So that was like my biggest fear going into it. But um, now I think just like keeping up with everything. Because like in Prima Trick, we didn't have like the clinical stuff. We didn't have like the shadowing or like anatomy mm -hmm. lab. So like... I think that's my biggest fear is like adding all of our extra curriculars and um, with on, with on top of that like schoolwork and having time for like myself too. So yeah, I think that's like my biggest fear. I think my fear will definitely be making time for other things because mm -hmm. I, when I did go like balls to the wall, everything that I could to study, 
I didn't have any time for anything. Yeah. Nothing. Like, there was no... And I don't know that... Uh, maybe it's because we're new, you know? Mm -hmm. We're just starting out and we haven't gotten our group, but... It was a lot. I met with a teacher on a Saturday and a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, just that alone, I'm like, I'll have no time for anything. Which, if it's only one semester, two, two semesters of that, like, that's fine. But, ooh, a social life is going to be an actual part-time job. It will. It is. It is. Yeah. But that's the biggest thing. Also, passing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. Um... But yeah, no, I really, I feel good about our faculty. Mm -hmm. I think we were really blessed with the people around us. And I, although it's not as diverse as I would like, um, mm -hmm. because my level of diversity is kind of unrealistic, but um, I, I do feel like they want us to succeed. I think there's a genuine um, want to see every student do well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I definitely appreciate that. And I do feel like the the faculty that are representative of minority groups do want to see minority students succeed and that makes me feel good yeah definitely so and like I feel like they have the available resources for us to succeed so that's I for our minority listeners that's like when you're looking at a med school that's one thing you should really look at if you're not looking at as diverse med school make sure they have the resources for you to succeed what what resources would you say? like like the the office can get stuff like remember mm -hmm. like yeah. uh, Pamela was like even when I ask my boss for money like he makes sure I have you know right they're it's, they're willing yeah. to supply yeah because mm -hmm. we've gone to Pamela and we're like hey can we have this first aid bug and she's like yeah how many copies yeah and that's so. because they know like these students need extra resources that's yeah. so that's the reason so many black students can't go into this field because lack of resources so. It's like, why not make those available, I guess, but yeah, it's just, it's a big pill to swallow. It's almost, it's, it's very surreal too, because like you work so hard to get to this point and, and you think like, because I got here, I must be good enough. Yeah. Oh, but no. <laughs> it's like, now that you're here, you have to use it, you know, you have to do what you set out to do. Um, and I think you put so much effort into studying for the MCAT, you put so much effort into applying, going on interviews that you forget once you get there, what are you going to do? Like, like you, you are intended on really succeeding, but you, you really have to be ready to start over again, basically. And I think I forgot to that the only reason I'm talking guys is because I'm probably the most energetic right now, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I forgot so the way I studied for the MCAT was completely different on how I studied for like classes. Mm -hmm. But I realize now like so much of how I studied for the MCAT needs to be used for these classes. Mm -hmm. Like the way you study for this MCAT is the way you should study for classes in medical school. And I think that's why they make it so complex. Like it's so much. And I think that's why the MCAT has so many categories yeah. because you can't. Because everything's related. Everything kind of mingles and, and you don't really, you can't separate it. You know, you yeah. can't learn one thing without the other. And I just, I, for some reason, I was not ready to make that connection. I, I did not realize. And so upon starting classes and having to think about the histology and how the histology is affected by the chemistry and how the chemistry is affected by the, phys the physical, the physics or whatever, um... It just, it blew my mind. I was like, I can't keep track of all of this. I can't pin it down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it blew my mind. So it all makes sense. 
It all makes sense. Yeah. I was going to say, one thing when you guys are looking for those listeners who haven't gotten into med school yet, um, I feel like, do you feel like this, um, not, the comfort of not being ranked, I feel like like eases the tension and the stress yeah do you feel like that for sure yeah i would be because i feel like everyone in our class is more like willing and like open to studying and making sure like we all understand stuff yeah versus like i feel like if it was ranked we wouldn't everyone wouldn't be as open yeah no they definitely wouldn't and i think all of our classmates genuinely want to like work together mm-hmm. um we had like three different people asked to study with us yeah we're apparently the cool kids are we? <laughs> uh, I've never been cool. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. He was like, we might have to have a block on this, this study room. Look, I was like... We no- bring our dogs to campus to oh, study. God. We can't... Yeah. But really, like, I think they they enjoy studying with us because I, for some reason, they they were just like, we know you're, you're on it. Um, and I don't have a choice because my mother will literally drag <laughs> me out of school if I don't do well. <laughs> she will come to class and yank me. But, um... Also, too, like, we're just really passionate about what we're doing. We know how hard it took to get here. (laughs) And so, you know, my first exam, I did not do well. I was like, shoot, can't be a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have a podcast about this. I have to do well. I have to, I can't, like, what am I supposed to do? Melanin and close to medicine? Like, (laughs) oh, my God. (laughs) So, um, yeah, like, it's, it's real for us. Like, we really do care about this. And... I, it's good to see that our classmates see that in us and that they are willing to share that with us because did you just break something of mine? No, just, okay, keep going. That's my sleep mask. Y'all, you invite your friends over and they just tear your stuff up. I tell you. <laughs> I'm but yeah, no, um, it's really good that our friends, our classmates want to um, share resources, want to succeed. Yeah. We had um, a lot of resources available that literally everyone was checking did you get this did you get that like and that's so good to see because i believe like even as black women going into medicine we would not have access to half of this stuff you know if it was rank it would just be some people have it some people don't Don't. Mm -hmm. and we just have to find out who has it. you know what i mean but yeah it takes away the spite for sure no definitely and it makes it easier to trust your classmates Um, yeah. Do you think you can keep up a relationship in the first semester? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Like, going into med school, I kind of just want to, like, focus on myself and just prepare myself and do as well as possible, you know? Right. I don't think it would be fair to a partner at this point. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to really invest much. Yeah, I, I feel like I'd have to be with someone who's very patient. I'd have to be with somebody who's okay with me sitting in a room not talking. <laughs> So Astro. <laughs> um, yeah, because I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't do that. But also, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like patience. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have a lot of patience for this because it's just so you have no time. None. No, we literally spent like how what would you say the max amount of how many hours would you say we studied a week? Over 40 for sure. For sure over 40. Are we adding class time or no? No, no, no. Yeah, over 40 for sure. Okay. Are we counting weekends? Oh, God. <laughs> Count the weekends, girl. Because I mean, over 40. Saturday was, like, rough. Yeah, if we count the weekends, that's yeah. 60. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And it's just, like, 
to be in that you just it's just not fair to to somebody in my opinion at this point that's also because we're starting out we would be starting out with people these are people who have seen us through you know what i mean like it would be like hey by the way i don't have time for any of your shenanigans (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so tina you got some fun advice for the kids for med school? <laughs> medicine in general. Medicine? Yeah. Have you had to Spending transition? Hard. Would you date a guy right now who's in medicine? Who was in medicine? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I can't. With what I'm going through right now, I don't think dating is on the table. <laughs> <laughs> At all. <laughs> you said period. It's just it's like. not on the table. It's so extracurricular. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. And so if you don't want to date, you should not feel obligated. Especially when you're working and going to school and it's in the medical field. I don't think you should date. No? Yeah. Especially with our generation of bullshitters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, no cuss words. It's <laughs> too late, girl. You already passed that one. <laughs> but I don't think it's a generational thing. I think that's a crutch that people have leaned on for too long. They're like this generation, no, this I just, generation. I just like saying that. Oh, because you're you're yeah. you're just annoying. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's all the that's all the gems I think we got. Honestly, I will find a hidden gemison and I will attach it at the end of this. So, I say try to keep a balance. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. balance for and, sure. Like, don't let yourself get stressed out. Yikes! <laughs> I, I messed that up real bad. I got so stressed. Namaste. But I forced her to do yoga. Yeah, y'all studying. Breathe. <laughs> no, tell them why. Okay, so I'm really competitive with myself, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. And so I have an Apple Watch, and for all my fellow Apple Watchers, I guess, um, I, like, love getting the little badges. So um, I love, especially the limited edition ones. Special. So it was Yoga Day, National Yoga Day. I can't remember the day. Guys, at 8 a.m., she told me it was Yoga Day. <laughs> and every other hour, she was like, we have to do yoga. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like a beginner yogi, so <laughs> I had to embrace my inner yogi and yes, I'm feeling it. do yoga on International Yoga Day so I could get my badge. So she dragged me into this by uh, convincing me on a on a break, a study break, to do yoga. And I think I'm a hippie, so I tried it. And um, <laughs> I'm allergic to dog hair, so your girl was rolling on the floor <laughs> and got up uh, teary-eyed and simply... <laughs> But we we did our best. But yes, you're right. Try new things. Um, be comfortable. It was great. It was it was a lot of fun. It was good. Mm-hmm. Had me sweating. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I told you, down dog guys. If anyone's looking for a good app for yoga, down dog. Mood. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. But um, thank you guys for our for all the support. We really appreciate it, especially for understanding um with our with our skip on um. Last well, week. well, it won't be last week when I release this. I'll release this after. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this will be two weeks ago. Um, we just really, it was just a lot. We we had to do well. And I really, I don't want us to have to skip weeks. Um, but, I mean, I, I hope you guys understand, like, medicine is our passion. And we're medical students first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't explain to my mom why I didn't do well in medical school. Because I was trying to get episodes to my podcast. So <laughs> she'll just, she will fight me. And I'm scared of her. So, um, 
yeah, I, ju I just want you guys to know that we really appreciate your support. We really appreciate your encouragement. Um, it means the world to like get people or just like that we don't even know telling us good luck on the exam, you know, or telling us like, hey, you know, we really appreciate this advice. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really why we started this. So, of course, um, not to get too sappy or too Netflix romantic uh, comedy on you guys. I love them. <laughs> that's why I said it. I know. Last weekend, I would, like, I think Kia came to my house and I forced her to watch all the sappy Netflix Honestly, movies, that was, I fell asleep. That was the, the moment. Oh my yeah, God. I, I love, love rom -coms. Me too. I, love, I, love I can't them. wait for oh the second part of the To All the Boys I Ever Loved. Wait, which one? To All the Wait, with the one where she writes a letter. Mm -hmm. I watched that. I love that. It's I so love, good. Guys, I don't know what's happening right times. now. Wait, it's what so is this good. movie I watched called? It twice. To, to all the boys, boys I ever loved. Yeah. To all the boys I ever loved. Yeah, she yes. writes like a love letter to like when she has a crush on a boy. She writes, she writes a, a love letter, letter to him. And, but her, doesn't mail it. Right. But like, her sister ends up mailing. Yeah, her sister's <gasps> like, you don't you're have a, a life. You're boring. Fighter. So, <laughs> so she literally mailed him, and the boys were like, so like one of the boys was gay. He's like, so you know I'm gay, right? And she was just like, oh my god, like uh, uh, you got the letter, or like what? Because oh she like she wrote. Well, I'll just watch it. Yeah, you know, I'll watch. It. It's really It's good. so cute. I wa literally oh watched I it last. I watched it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it yesterday. Oh my goodness. That was like my third time watching it. Yeah, I, love it. I watched it like five times. I didn't know there was so much. Like, no, but that's because yeah, I read the book. I read the book in high school. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm not big on rom-coms, but oh, I, I really <laughs> felt like, I felt like we were in a rom-com when I came over that night, because it was because Astro peed on my comforter, Oh yeah, and <laughs> I was like, literally, it was raining, we were not going to go out, I was like, so annoyed, so I like, packed up my dog, mm -hmm. packed up my comforter, oh, so I don't have a washer and dryer, uh, that's Flo so, does. Yeah, that's such rom, that's so wrong. Literally, <laughs> goes over to my best friend's house to wash clothes, and ends up watching rom-coms. <laughs> Those are perfect times to watch rom-coms, Right? Though. Which ones did we watch? We watched two of the dumbest movie I've ever seen. We saw... They were so, but they had some, like, two of my favorite Asian actors. It was... Okay, it. so wait. One of them... That one was one of the better ones, honestly. Wine oh, Country. The, the, the new one? Yeah, the, the new... Always Maybe. <laughs> What is it? Well, almost always my maybe or something. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really good. I, it was cute. I love her amazing. When Flo, when Flo woke up, I was like, they didn't end up together. She was like, <gasps> I was like, like just did kidding. you watch the rom com with um, what's it called? It used to be my husband, but. He to my husband, so Awkward. <laughs> Which one? What? Eat yourself? No, no he's no, not. I just with... have um, um Michael Ely. He was the um, he was the wait the bad minute. guy in Black Panther. Oh, you talking about Michael B. Jordan? Jordan? Girl, you forgot his name. I, wait, I what? The it boxing was, one? No, it was oh. a wrong one with him, Zac Efron, and it was oh, it's this one sounds of my awful. favorite. Yes, I know what you mean. When not, when they have like the girlfriends, I just, I just they all find the, the girlfriends. Yeah, I just forgot Ooh, the title. What is that called? So the, it's so good. So good. Y'all are so annoying. It's <laughs> so good because I cried. Yeah, mm. you cry on all of these. I did. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, that's when he was like, I'm waiting for Netflix to put it on there. That's I'm gonna have a rom com Saturday. <laughs> that movie is good. It's really good. Me and Ash are gonna sit here and watch rom coms. It's always so good to have a good cry, though. <sighs> I love having a good Life cry. Life is sad enough. Why are you trying to have a cry? Because it's like a cry, like happy cry. It's, it's good. Sure. I feel it. So, um, if you got anything from this episode, Netflix has options. <laughs> <laughs> That's so when in doubt, Netflix. Right. Um, 
but yeah, thank you guys, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Oh my god, bye, adios, bye guys. Oh my god. <laughs>